All right, welcome back to Unleashed, the most legit Celtics podcast in the game. Damn, it feels good to do that intro. It feels good to say welcome back to the show because we've taken about a two and a half week uh, vacay. You know, a little, we were on a little hiatus here where we didn't put out an episode of Unleashed for about two and a half weeks. But, um, you know, I think as we're nearing free agency, as we're nearing the draft, as we're nearing the actual NBA season starting again, we are going to get back into doing these more regularly. But like everything else in the world, it's, everything's kind of on its head. Like, we're not sure where anything stands due to coronavirus and whatnot. So hopefully you guys don't hate that I took the couple of weeks off and just didn't worry about the show or anything like that. But we are back, baby. And, you know, we have a good show today, but unfortunately it's under some negative and sad, honestly sad circumstances. So what we're going to be doing is sort of reflecting on, and I want to bring up a couple big, big points, but we're going to be reflecting on... Tommy Heinsohn, and um, obviously rest in peace to him as he passed away a couple of days ago. And, um, you know, and, and I almost wanted to do this episode for two reasons. One, I think that, you know, and I, I saw this all over Twitter, and it's kind of weird in, in, in a sense, like I have pity on these people for this take, but some people were saying like Celtics fans are just like, you know, they're over-exaggerating how much Tommy Heinsohn meant to the Celtics. Like, what? And it's like, that's clearly someone that doesn't know the story. That's clearly someone that doesn't know the facts because Tommy Heinsohn, and we'll get into this, is so, you know, ingrained in Celtics basketball at so many different stages. So to the people that are like, why is everyone up in arms about Tommy Heinsohn dying? Like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, you don't know the story, so you need to shut up. I never understand why people take the time when someone passes away or something like this and they take the time on Twitter to like try and be negative in a sense. And it's like, why are you taking the time out of your day to be negative about someone that just passed away? Like, I truly don't understand it. Like some of the idiots that when Kobe Bryant passed away, one of the biggest, you know, icons, I was going to say sports icons, but one of the biggest recent icons to pass away, people are like, yeah, well, you know what? He had that case back in the day that, you know, that girl, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, shut up. You know what I mean? And, and, Obviously, this Tommy Heinsohn is, you know, locally a really big story, but it's it's not as, I wouldn't say nationally to people that aren't as ingrained in Celtics basketball. But still, like, even if someone dies, John Smith, some random person could die. Why are you trying to be negative about his death? So that's the first point. Those people, shut up. But the second point here is that as I thought about it, it's almost like, and I, I'm not saying I did this on purpose or anything, but almost like I took... Tommy Heinsohn for granted. And I think that a lot of people may have because not until I really stepped back a couple days ago and said, holy shit, like, holy shit. Someone like me, if you're around my age, you know, say you're your late 20s to early 30s, you really have not, and I mean have not, watched Celtics basketball, lived Celtics basketball, listened to Celtics basketball, been around Celtics basketball without Tommy Heinsohn voice being one of the main voices talking about it and that's pretty crazy and that's like where you know I immediately go because that's obviously my demographic that's me but then you know I'm talking to my dad about it and my dad's 68 years old and he says how about you know how about people like him or how about how about people that you know saw Tommy Heinsohn as a player saw him as a coach and now listen to him for years as a color guy a commentator on a game like that is crazy. There's so, so, so many different ways that Tommy Heinsohn impacted Celtics basketball. And, you know, you might say as a Celtics fan, oh, I love Tommy. You know, he was great. I loved him with those calls, his his craziness, his, his obvious homerism. But then I think everyone needs to take a step back. And that's probably the biggest thing I want you to get out of this podcast. Take a step back and just with your eyes, with your mind, whatever, see 
instead of your subconscious doing it, see how intertwined your Celtics fandom is with Tommy Heinsohn. Because for me, it's like, oh, yeah, I love Tommy. I love his homer calls or when he yells at a ref. But then I take a step back and I go, holy crap. I haven't watched a Celtics game or the majority of Celtics games that I've watched. They've had Tommy Heinsohn as that color guy doing that commenta- uh, commentary. You know, and obviously they've started to um, taper back his his duties at NBC Sport. Like, you know, it's, it, Scal was getting in there, Draper, all those guys were, were starting to work a little bit more because Tommy was going ill or getting ill, getting old. Um, and, you know, we, we started to sort of like not phase him out because I, I actually want to talk about that in a second. Not phase him out, but, you know, he started to become less and less um, relevant to the broadcasts. But that didn't change anything. I just, I just think that that is like, you know, the end. Any anyone that is starting to, you know, um, you know, go ill or get really old, like that's going to happen to their career. But um, you know, for the majority of his career, like that, that is the minority of everything. You know what I mean? That's the minority of his career. The majority of his career, commentating and broadcasting was being healthy and doing it in an electric fashion, and that's what we remember. That's crazy. So I, I do want to touch on that now that I say it. That sort of um, phasing out approach by NBC Sports Boston. So I saw a couple different takes on this, and I think one of them is correct and one of them is incorrect. I think the incorrect one is that NBC Sports clearly saw Tommy or clearly saw Tommy was going, um, you know, growing older and starting to come down with ailments and whatnot, and they started to phase him out. I don't think that that's you know the correct take on it. It might be if you look at it on paper correct, but if you watched what they did and everything, I have to like hats off to them. Most people would have cut ties with Tommy altogether. So you can say, oh, they phased him out. That's a bad thing. I don't think so. That was an absolute slow phase. Like he was on air doing his thing until probably the second that he couldn't. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of companies would be like, you know what? Hey, Tommy, see ya. So I want to give my hats off to NBC Sports Boston. I think that they've done some stuff in the past and, you know, especially with some of the the layoffs and whatnot or the furloughs, I guess, or just like the straight up firings, like, that we could say, okay, that's not right. But this was a move that they did correctly. The The fact that they were able to let Tommy Heinsohn just, you know, do what he loved until pretty much the day that he wasn't able to do it physically, mentally, anything like that, you know, hats off to NBC Sports Boston. The fact that he was able to do that. I think a lot of companies would have taken, you know, uh, an on-air personality that was growing old and, you know, sort of losing that pizzazz and, and maybe seeming like they were losing their their specialty in it. I think that they would have phased him out or cut ties with him immediately. But NBC Sports Boston clearly had Tommy's best interests in mind. They realized how much he was loved. He was a beloved guy around here. And they realized how much he loved doing it. And they said, you know what? We're going to ride with this one. We're going to ride with this one until the wheels fall off and... You know, unfortunately, the the wheels did fall off, but um, the wheels can't stay on, you know, permanently forever. So I'm so, so glad that NBC Sports Boston was able to say, you know what, we're sticking with Tommy. We understand the circumstances. We understand the issues, but we're not just going to cut ties. We're going to let him, you know, kind of ride off into the sunset. And he did. Like he, like I said, was doing this pretty much until the day that he couldn't. That's crazy. That is awesome. That is so admirable from that company. So, um. We do have some voicemails to play. We'll get to those. But again, I just want to overview and, and kind of give the biggest point here is that I want people listening to this podcast and probably now listening to these voicemails. I haven't listened to these because, you know, as you guys know, I like to get my honest reaction to voicemails. So I don't know um, what these voicemails are going to say. I hope they're not bad. Like that's I mean, I would just assume they're not bad. Um, I would assume these are very reflective voicemails and, and I'm looking forward to them. 
But I want the biggest thing people take away, at least from me. Some of these voicemails may have great points in it. I want the biggest thing people are going to take away from me to be that. Just take a step back and think about how intertwined Tommy Heinsohn probably subconsciously is with your Celtics fandom. Like you might not realize how close to that team that you love, how close you love him without even realizing it. Like he was there every step of the way for pretty much anyone that's been watching Celtics basketball that's alive. And that's crazy. And I believe he's like the only person that, or maybe one of, I don't know the facts, but the only person that's like a Hall of Fame player, a Hall of Fame coach, and then a Hall of Fame broadcaster. Is that right? Like that's, 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 that's awesome. You know what I mean? So, you know, a couple things there, the, the Tommy Heinz and how ingrained he is with the Celtics basketball. It's amazing. Two hats off to NBC sports, Boston for not phasing him out. And then three, um, we got these voicemails. So let's, uh, let's play some of them now. Hey, this is, uh, Andy Cuneo, uh, in Herndon, Virginia, um, calling in about Tommy. Tommy Heinsohn was the voice of basketball growing up in the 80s. I mean, not only was he doing the Celtics games, but he was also doing, uh, the CBS games, uh, with Dick Stockton and later Brent Musburger. And, um, he was just kind of like the uncle in your living room. And, uh, he reached so many generations. And what was interesting in the memory I'll share probably just happened yesterday as he passed, as I, I told my, 10-year-old daughter that uh, Tommy had passed, and uh, she broke down and started crying. And I think a lot of uh, Celtics Nation was mourning, obviously, yesterday, and will be mourning for a while. Tommy was just uh, an incredible, incredible ambassador to the game, and uh, we'll definitely miss him. But uh, go Celtics, and uh, we'll miss you, Tommy. Perfect voicemail from AC there. Like, like talk about Tommy Heinsohn being able to reach everyone. His 10-year-old daughter knew who Tommy Heinsohn was. It meant a lot to her. I think that she's a pretty big Celtics fan for being a 10-year-old. So, um, you know, from what we've talked about before, so shout out to her. But at the same time, it just proves that, like, Tommy Heinsohn was relatable, digestible to every single person. That's pretty damn rare. Like, he was the guy that, you know, like you mentioned, being the uncle. He was the guy that was saying what every Celtics fan was thinking. And you're like, I wish, like, how many times do you watch national broadcasts and they're saying some BS and you're just like, that isn't right. Like, what are you talking about? Tommy Heinsohn would say what you're thinking, and you'd almost have this, like, sigh of relief, like, oh, at least there's one of us in there. You know what I mean? Like, at least there's one of us saying on the TV that, uh, you know, that was a BS call, or, you know, that guy's not that good. Why are you giving him so much credit? Like, like they'll, like, like comparing it to national broadcasts, um, as of late, you know, as of recent here, people would be like, oh, that guy's a really strong player, blah, blah, blah. Tommy Heinsohn would literally be like, come on, he's not that good. He should be able to be guarded. And it's just amazing, you know? So, um, but yeah, the big thing I take away there is just the fact that, you know, AC, your your 10-year-old daughter is is moved by this. And that's great. That speaks to Tommy Heinsohn. It speaks to her knowledge of, you know, how much he meant and how much he meant to Celtics basketball. And um, it's just so, so sad. So rest in peace to him big time, seriously. And you might hear me say, like, rest in peace to Tommy a bunch of times on this podcast. Like, I hope you wouldn't have a problem with that. Like, <laughs> obviously, this is a podcast kind of reflecting on it. And I'm going to say that as much as I want and as much as I can, because it's something, you know, it's not just a throw in like, um, oh, RIP, that guy passed away. No, this is like a legitimate podcast that affected me. It affected a lot of people mentally. Um, and when I say rest in peace, like those words are true like rest in peace Tommy like I mean that and um so if you think I'm saying it too much then that's tough for you because I'm probably going to say it a few more times on this podcast 
Hey, what's up, man? My name's Joe. I'm calling out from Northampton, Massachusetts. Uh, yeah, yesterday sucked, man, to be completely honest, uh, finding out about Tommy. My dad was actually the first one to, to give me a call and break the news uh, that he had passed away. And um, I went over. I stopped by the house. We were watching uh, Channel 32. What is it? The, the, the CSN show where they were you know, interviewing everybody and talking about Tommy and showing clips. And I don't think I, I fully realized it until I started watching clips. And then I got back home and watched more uh, just stuff, especially from his, you know, early announcing days with, with Mike Gorman. Uh, and, like, everything that I embody and my dad embodies, like, as a fan is quintessential, like, Tommy Heinsohn. Like, just diehard fandom, freaking out over absolutely everything. To, like, to his level of getting worked up, I, I can literally just see the mirror image, like, in my dad, you know, on the couch watching Celtics games. Like, it's the first quarter, and he's freaking out. I'm like, Dad, you, you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Like, and it's – that's – Tommy Heinsohn, uh, you know what I mean? Like so I'm looking at a reflection uh, of of how you know Tommy would act like in my dad, and then that and that you know in and of itself put itself upon me uh, as well because I get irrational too. And I'm like, yo, you got to zen it out a little bit, take a <laughs> breath, like just do whatever. Because especially with those referees, you know they miss a lot of calls. So my uh, boy Tice missed. We got a lot of missed calls for the bubble <laughs> this year, and I think uh, all of those things, you know, and our love for the game. Uh, and how we just how we watch and how we act and how we react, everything was just you know it, it came from Tommy. So I, I don't think I appreciated as, as much as I did until uh, yesterday, which is unfortunate. But you know, rest in peace, Tommy. And uh, I'm glad you're doing this. So I, I look forward to seeing what uh, what comes out from this. Have a good one. That's a great voicemail, and it's and it's true. You kind of hit the nail on the head on so many different things, and and then you have the you know the awareness to admit it. Kind of like I've like you 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 take a step back and then realize how much he means to your fandom. Like, you and your dad here, like, have almost embodied Tommy Heinsohn's, like, care for the game af- at the tip. You know what I mean? Like, your heart's pounding in the fourth quarter, and you got to tell yourself, like, calm down. It's it's true. And and if you just had, you know, a middle-of-the-road uh, color guy with Mike Gorman, and Mike Gorman's great, but that's not his job to be the one that gets worked up. If you just had a middle-of-the-road guy along with Mike Gorman, you're not having those fourth quarter like heart stopping moments where it's like, oh wow, that's actually doesn't matter for the game all that much, but I'm gonna get up for it. Like Tommy Heinsohn brought that to the game, brought that to our fandom, and I do the same thing. Like it's going to be so weird without him. And I feel like, you know, like I said earlier, I think everyone took it for granted and didn't realize it until he did pass away that how much it meant. Because even when he was sort of getting, you know, less and less games to call and whatnot, you always felt like, oh, Tommy Heinsohn's still in my back pocket. Like, he's still there. Now, knowing that you'll never hear him do another game, that's where you're like, I mean, holy shit, it's, it's, it's not going to happen, you know? So even when, you know, we had Scal and Mike and in that type of thing, you never felt the, well, I'm never going to hear Tommy again, you know, because he was still alive and you still had that sort of, um, you know, knowledge that, you know, he could do a game. Unfortunately, now you're at a point where it's, it isn't going to happen. And that's where the sort of, I didn't realize it until it happened. And you don't know what you got till it's gone because he's the embodiment of that saying, like, we didn't know what we have. Not every team has a guy like that. You know, there might not ever be another Tommy Heinsohn. There's going to be some homers and like some crazy color commentary guys, but Tommy Heinsohn was so genuine. If anyone or, you know, if they get another guy, like if Scal starts doing it more and more, like it's going to look like someone's trying to replace Tommy rather than just being themselves. Whereas Tommy Heinsohn was just being himself the entire time. 
Like, I saw a great video, and they were a little bit younger. Mike Gorman and him, it's like the second quarter. Like, it doesn't really matter. And Or it's a picture, actually. But Tommy Heinsohn, the refs are over at the table, and Tommy Heinsohn's, like, leaning over the table, and Mike Gorman, two hands on his other arm, kind of, like, sitting him down, like, hey, keep your job, buddy. Sit down. And that's just amazing to me. Like, actually amazing to me that a guy that is doing what he's doing, you know, color commentary on the game is just, like, my like it, it's bigger than this like I'm not just gonna talk and, and play middle of the road and be a politician for the TV like I care about this team and and I just love that so um I'm loving these voicemails so far next one hey Ev saw your tweet uh it's Adam from Andover here you know your pal and you know dude that Tommy Heinsohn lost I'm sure I know your heart's probably very heavy right now Minded as well, kind of saw the tweet. I'm like, I'll give him a call. I'll give him my thoughts. Honestly, like this year being like a COVID year, obviously it's been very weird. I feel like I, as far as like a sports fan, it's been pretty deep in reflection. Like obviously like Boston, we lose great. And like, I realized like watching like the Patriots this year, I'm sure you feel the same way. Like it's weird. Like I, our whole lives, like really like the 20 years I've been watching sports, you know, he's been at the helm. Like, uh, so it's it's weird seeing something else. And then I was thinking, like, that's the same kind of feeling I had with Tommy Heinsohn. Like, I remember early days, like, his, like, I love Walter. Like, things, love it, like, love it. Like, the, like the uh, Antoine Walker, like, early Paul Pierce years. Like, I, he, Tommy Heinsohn's kind of, like, the guy I almost, like, remember because he's the one who, like, stuck around the most. And then I thought deeper into it, and I was like, that's, like, my sports livelihood, like, being, like, 25 and you as well. But, I mean, Einstein's been around for forever. Like, our parents, like, grew up with him. Like, you know, whether it be, like, seeing games of him, him coaching, or, like, in the broadcast booth. Like, he's really has been the heartbeat of the team. So, I think this one's a massive loss. I, like, I just see the guy as just incredibly important of the city of Boston, I think. This is going to sting and, like, hit home a lot more when the season, like, the NBA comes back in December or whatever, and we don't have him, you know, post-game on Comcast Sportsnet or calling games in the role, limited role he's been doing over the last few years. But, yeah, it's a bummer, man. I don't want this to you. I know you're a diehard, and I know this one stings, but I think – what that guy was. That guy was the epitome of Boston. Yeah, it was a tough day, but I look forward to honoring him as I know you will do. And I look forward to giving the podcast a listen. So that's my long message. Have a great day, buddy. Shout out to Adam. And and yeah, I mean, it's true. Like every single person that's pretty much a Celtics fan now, no matter how old and, and obviously in that first voicemail we played, no matter how young, like a 10 year old can connect with Tommy Heinsohn. And I just don't think that, you know, people realized it when he was alive. Like, and I I know I keep saying it. I know I keep saying rest in peace to him. I know I keep saying we took it for granted, but that's the thing. And then Adam's mentioning it perfectly here. Like when the season comes back, and I think I just mentioned it a couple minutes ago, when the season comes back and we realize, oh, wait, we don't have the Tommy Heinsohn like, ability. So even when he started to get tapered back a little bit and had less and less games and, and, you know, wasn't on air as much, like I said, we still had the um, the thought of, oh, well, one day Tommy will be back. You know, he's just gone for now. One day he'll be back. And now when he's actually gone, when that season rolls around, we're going to be like, whoa, 
like it's just so much different it's such a hole that it's literally i'm saying this like it's a hole that won't be filled for i almost think ever like you're never going to get another tommy heinsohn i just hope that you know we can get a guy that um that that just embodies what he was just as much and i don't know if that's possible like i don't think so so again like this is major props to tommy for the ability to you know as a player as a coach and adam mentions like our parents and, and people even older growing up with tommy heinsohn as a player as a coach as a um broadcaster here it's like this guy literally was never trying to fit in the box. He was just being Tommy Heinsohn. And I think when he got to being a color guy and, um, you know, obviously as he was doing national games earlier on too. So like AC mentioned, but um, as he got to that point, that's where you're supposed to say the right thing because everything can get taken out of context. You know, if you're a, if you're a color guy or anything like this, you only have your voice to go off of because people can't see you. They can't see if you're smiling, making a joke. Tommy Heinsohn said, I don't give a crap. I'm going to do what I want to do. And it was so genuine that it was always sort of perceived and and received correctly. So um, it's just really, really special what he was able to do. And like I said, that's a hole that I don't think ever gets filled. And I just hope one day someone does because it'll make us, you know, appreciate that person in real time. And then also it sort of commemorates Tommy Heinsohn because we have another guy that he like, you know, this is the best color guy since Tommy Heinsohn and Tommy Heinsohn never gets forgotten. Not that I think he'll get forgotten. Like I know he won't, but um, I just, I just hope that um, he almost his way gets passed on and his way gets carried on um, through someone else. But uh, I don't know if that's possible to be completely honest. Next voicemail. Uh, hey, Ev. Uh, this is Sheehan, man. Uh, I hope you're doing well. Uh, I saw that you tweeted out, uh, give our thoughts about Tommy Heinsohn. So that's what I'm calling in real quick about. Um, Tommy Heinsohn was the definition of a Boston Celtic. Um, when you listen to broadcasts, the first thing I wanted to hear was Tommy. Like, that's all I wanted to hear. Uh, each game, it was just an absolute experience listening to him. Um, I don't know how the broadcast team or Celtics broadcasts are ever going to be the same because my whole life it has just been Tommy Heinsohn and Mike Gorman. And the fact that Tommy's gone is just it, – it's heartbreaking. Um, literally the definition of the Boston Celtics. And um, it's just real sad. I feel like a piece of me has been taken. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like – I really feel like a piece of me has been taken with Tommy gone and a piece of the Boston Celtics has been taken. So um, may he rest in peace. Um, He's one of the all-time greats. He's a legend and he's an all-time great human being. Um, I'm so happy the Celtics organization was able to have him for so long and I hope everything turns out okay. So thanks, Ev. Have a great day, man. And uh, everyone else listening, uh, you also have a great day. All right, shout out to Sheehan, um, host of the Chasing Banners podcast. So it, 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 you put it kind of perfectly. Like you don't know if it's ever you. You hope everything's gonna be okay, but you don't know if it's ever gonna be um, the same. A piece of you is taken, and and like that's the stuff that you know sometimes. People might be like, okay, like Ev, or in this case, Sheehan, you're overreacting to this. This is not the case with Tommy Heinsohn. And this voicemail lines up perfectly with what I said to start the show. Those idiots on Twitter being like, oh, Celtics fans are overreacting to Tommy Heinsohn. Like, no, no, we're really not. Like, he literally was a piece of um, definitely people my age, you know, 
of just watching Celtics, people older watching him either, you know, play or coach or anything like that. Like Tommy Heinsohn was a piece of Celtics basketball. And there's so many people like me that literally live and breathe this team. Like I, 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 Literally, my mood's affected by the Celtics. It's probably not the best, but, you know, your mood can be affected by worse things out there. But, um, you know, people that literally live and breathe the Celtics, whatever. I like sports, you know, like people be like, oh, you shouldn't let it affect your life. I do. So, but people like me that just lost something like Tommy Heinsohn, that's not overreacting. It really, really is a loss. And, you know, I never met Tommy or never personally interacted with him. I did meet Tommy Heinsohn once, actually, now that I think about it. But anyways, I was just like at a game. I shook his hand um, during warm-up. So forget that. But, you know, never really talked to him. He doesn't know who I am. Didn't Like, I didn't know him personally. It still is such a loss. And it's a piece of me because it's a piece of my fandom. So Sheehan brings it up perfectly here. Like, it's a piece of him. Someone could be like, dude, you're overreacting. But this is one of those rare instances where that's a fact. Tommy Heinsohn was a piece of Celtics basketball. And he passed away. That's an absolute fact. And it just stinks because um, that's a piece that you never know if a puzzle piece is going to fit back into that spot because that puzzle piece was the most unique puzzle piece you could ever find. Um, but, you know, hopefully everything will be okay in your words. Like, I hope everyone uh, thinks that way too because, you know, it, this is very much like I'm conflicted between being so sad Tommy's gone and, like, you know the saying, don't smile, don't don't frown or don't cry because it's over, smile because it happened. Like, Tommy Heinsohn was the definition and the embodiment of smile because it happened. Because in my mind, he changed the Celtics fandom. You know what I mean? So I'm conflicted to either be super sad or to be like, holy crap, we are so lucky that we got him for so long. But let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Ev. Uh, love the podcast. Uh, this is Kevin from Medford, and uh, I'm reaching out to uh, share kind of what Tommy meant to me. Um, he is definitely like a lot of us. My like, um, I mean, he's the voice of, along with Mike Gorman of Celtics broadcasts. Um, always was just a big fan of how much he truly, truly loved the team on like every level, even even if it meant that he like disagreed with calls that were probably the right call by the ref. <laughs> uh, you know, he was. Absolutely, um, do or die Celtics. And I loved how he, uh, always made sure to, to, to show his appreciation for the players, especially the newer guys, anyone like Marcus or Isaiah, who showed a lot of grit and heart and stuff. So yeah, he was a legend. We'll miss him. Um, we'll make sure to yell a couple bogus at the TV when we see <laughs> some, uh, terrible calls, uh, for the rest of the season. All right. Take care. Great voice. That's a good one to end on too. Now that I think about it, because, I had mentioned earlier in the podcast, like hopefully we get another color commentary guy that kind of can pass on Tommy's love for the game and whatnot. I think that that can be on us too. Like, why don't we never forget Tommy by continuing to, you know, watch games like he would. And, and, and I feel like I already do. Like I'm out of my chair. I'm yelling at the refs, yelling at the TV as if they can hear me. The only thing is we're going to be missing when I say something out loud. And I'm sure you guys do too. Like Tommy somehow heard it and he says it. That's what we loved. But, um, you know, it is important to, to, you know, just to continue to remember him. Like, I, I know, and I've talked about how it's going to be weird watching games and stuff not, and whatnot, but that type of presence that he had and the fact that it's gone is going to be the reason why he's not going to be forgotten. Like, Tommy Heinsohn uh, won't be forgotten because he meant so much, you know? Like, there's, and I hate to say it, but there's people that pass away, and it's a big deal when they pass away because, hey, they passed away, and... Um, it stinks that, you know, that's when people remember them because they just passed away. But Tommy Heinsohn's the guy that you remembered from the minute he was involved with the Celtics till the minute he passed away. And I don't think that that type of personality, that type of, um, you know, 
the, the cement blocks that he left, I don't think that that's something that ever gets forgotten. Like the foundation is built in Tommy Heinsohn's name. Like you know exactly what Tommy Heinsohn was, and that isn't going anywhere. Um, so it is sad. We did take it for granted a million percent. I think everyone took it for granted, and that's not our fault. Like you don't know what you have till it's gone. That's a completely true statement. Um, but I think you know, like I said a minute ago or two. This might be a great opportunity to smile because it happened rather than cry because it's over. But, you know, it's okay to cry. Like, I, we got voicemails, we got treat, tweets talking about people saying that, you know, like, I literally shed tears because this guy meant so much to me. And that's good because my fear, and that's the reason I kind of did this podcast, was that people didn't really, you know, think about that prior to. Like, people didn't think about how ingrained, and I know I didn't until he was truly gone, how, like, subconsciously I was connected to the Celtics and Tommy Heinsohn at the same time, because he was never apart from them in my fandom. And most people alive was never really apart from them in their fandom either. So again, I'll say one last time, absolute rest in peace to Tommy Heinsohn. Um, it's, it's terrible. Uh, not for nothing. Like I think I've done this with a couple times. I'm not monetizing this podcast. I'm not selling any ads on it strictly because I don't know what, maybe it's just something within me. Like I, I don't like to, prosper off this type of thing so um you know we did it for kobe we've done it for other topics like when we talked about black lives matter and whatnot i don't like doing that so i don't think that you guys should care about that but i do want to make it clear that like this is not a show done to reflect on someone so that i can make money um and i feel the need to say that for some reason because 2020 is 2020 i feel the need to say that at the end of the show um but yeah i um on a positive note am very glad that we're back doing the podcast on a absolute negative note this was kind of the trigger to jump back in the saddle. And um, one final absolute rest in peace to the true Celtics legend, Tommy Heinsohn. And, you know, if you haven't yet, after listening to this podcast, please take a couple steps back and just think about how intertwined your Celtics fandom is with Tommy Heinsohn, whether you realized it beforehand or not. But thank you guys for listening. This has been an amazing episode um, with the voicemails and the contribution and everyone was really able to speak their feelings. Like, this is the type of podcast where I probably am not going to edit out anything because... Everything's real. It's raw. Nothing needs to be edited. So shout out to you guys. And um, I'm glad we're back doing the show. If if you have the time in your day, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Follow the podcast on Twitter at EvUnleashed. And you can follow me on Twitter at EvGuyBoston. And as always, check out GuyBostonSports.com for your latest Boston sports content. So appreciate you guys calling in. Appreciate you guys listening. And we'll catch you in the next one.